0: È la su, è la su, è la su, è la su. Jali baricche co varie de, a tu la siete pa lo sondo de ste varie dosa ca, bu li cava bu lo
1: some of you the Lord is giving you fresh instruction a voice you're getting new direction that is the presence of the Lord speaking to you just obey the voice of the Holy Spirit the Bible says the Lord appeared unto Samuel by the voice of God in Shiloh the voice of God, Ah, Lelacum Shapanama, Jesus,
0: Ah, La Shukubutama, Stiko rubradaliketaba.
1: speak, Lord. Your servants here. Speak, Lord, your servants here. Speak, Lord, your servants here. Give the sermon, Speak, Lord, your servants here. This is the afternoon. It must come to an end, Lord. Give the word, Lord, the instruction. Ala
0: Thank you Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. Inspire.
1: Holy Spirit, inspire. Speak. Your servant is Holy Spirit. it may not be everybody but there are particular people in this place the Lord has given you instructions it was not in your heart it was not in your mind it has just dropped into your mind, into your heart. Obey Him. Obey Him. Obey Him. Obey Him. Obey him. That is the change you have been waiting for. You may be seated. Like a,
0: you will never a change you are you
1: same things to you is not tedious but it is safe. For me to keep on emphasizing on the ministry of the Holy Spirit and His person is for your safety. And never be spiritual. Say then, say, I cannot be spiritual. Speak it out. Say, I can't be spiritual until the Holy Spirit dominates my mind. Dominates my thinking. Dominates my reasoning. Say, I cannot be spiritual until the word of God gains authority over my mind. Say it again. I cannot be spiritual until God's word gains authority over my mind. I can only be spiritual when I reason, when I interpret everything through the lens of God's word. God's Word is what makes me spiritual say Holy Spirit this is your word take this sword of the Spirit and produce in my life all the changes that I need Give me verse number two. Holy Spirit. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of mutilation. They're warning you. How am I going to know these people? Paul is saying in your midis, What are they? They're dogs. What do we have? Evil workers. What do we have? Mutilators. They are there. Where are they? Not outside. Where are they? Within us. Pastor, how am I going to know the dogs? The evil workers. The mutilators. This is why I am telling you. Say, Holy Spirit. Until you gain dominion over my mind. Until your word becomes the final authority over my life, I can't be spiritual. Next verse. Let's read together. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus. And have no confidence in the flesh. Say the flesh. Profits me nothing. Where is our confidence? Say in the spirit. Say in the spirit. Say in Jesus. Where is your confidence? In Jesus. Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is Jesus set free to live. In our hearts. The Holy Spirit is who? Is Jesus set free to live in our hearts. Benihin calls it Jesus Unlimited. The Holy Spirit is who? Jesus Unlimited. Before Jesus died. And rose. He would be in one place. At one time. At a particular. But the day. He rose from the dead. Jesus said. I'll come again. Now he has returned. In the person. Of who? Of the Holy Spirit. That's why I say. The Holy Spirit will glorify me. Where is your confidence? I say, where is your confidence? It's a good statement to say. But in reality, where is your confidence? I'll finish on time. Give me number four. Listen, church. Though I also... Give me an NLT. Though I could have confidence in my own effort, if anyone could. Say, the Lord has blessed me. Speak to yourself so that the Lord has blessed me with natural advantages. This is what Paul is talking about. That I have what? Natural advantages. What he calls it confidence in what? In the flesh. Continue reading. What does it say? Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own effort, I even have more. Now Paul begins to put down his CV. Let's read it. Let's see his advantage. Let's see number one. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am a pure-blooded citizen of Israel. A member of the tribe of Benjamin. A real Hebrew if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisee. Who demand the strictest obedience to the Jews' law. Paul is listening. If you are talking about advantages. He said, let me list you where I come from. Verse number 6. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as far as for what? As for righteousness. This is Paul. Paul, do you remember John chapter one, when Jesus saw Nathanael, and he said, "Here is a true Israel, indeed, in whom there is no guile or deceit." This is Paul. Paul said, "I never broke any law, as far as righteousness is concerned." Righteousness of the law. Paul was top notch. That means he kept all the laws of Moses. Paul is telling us his advantage. Let's go back. Give me verse number 7. I once thought. These things were variable, But now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. In comparison, this is what? It's worthless. If I was to make a choice between what Jesus has done and what I can do, what will I choose? I'll choose what Jesus... This is what Paul is saying. When I put this side to side... Every time I'm given a preference, I'll go for what? Jesus has done. Are you following me, church? Are you following me? Next verse. Yes. Everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for His sake. Let's read that version. One, two, three. I have discarded everything else counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. Anytime you will want to attract the help of the Holy Spirit in your life. This is the mindset you must have. if you want to see the intervention of heaven in the affairs of your life at any given time, when you have choices to make, God will not speak where there are competing voices. That's why when Lucifer was speaking to If God kept quiet, say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Verse number nine, and become one. I no longer count my own righteousness. Through obeying the law. Rather become righteous. Through faith in Christ Jesus. For God's way of making us right with himself. Depends on faith. The point I'm bringing home today. Did you see Paul's CV? As I did read Paul's CV. What did he say about his CV? For me to be able to. To tap into the help of God. I must let down. What I think. Is my advantage. You will hardly see the help of God in your life. As long as there is a competition. With what God wants to do in you. God is a jealous God. He told Gideon, the people you have with you, there are too many. If I am to mix my working with what you have, you will think it was the number of people. If God is to come in with that mindset you have of that I am somebody, you will not give him the glory. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. So what did God tell Gideon? Chase away everybody. He remained without many people. And God told Gideon Now Your confidence Is no longer in these people <laughs> you see, When you're a commander And you have 30,000 people You feel it God said let me take away your confidence He reduce his confidence At that moment That man Knew if God doesn't help us here We are gone It is at that point that God jumps in to help his people. You've been asking God. That's why. As long as you're a believer. You still have plan B. You're not going to see the help of God in your life. In the beginning. God. In the beginning was. The word. In everything. Let Christ have the preeminence. Paul speaks it. Let me repeat myself. As long as God sees a competitor in your life, what will he do? He will leave you. Until your confidence has been reduced to nothing, then you lift your eyes and say, Lord, help me. you see God's help. I lift up my eyes to the hill. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. It's a very good scripture to quote. Very few live that reality. Paul is trying to tell what you see in me today is not because I'm a graduate of the best law school under the teacher called Gamaliel. No. What you see in me today is because I was humble enough to let go of those advantages to receive a higher revelation. How many want the help of God in your life? Do you need God's help? I said, Do you need God's help? Tell me I say, Neighbor, God doesn't need help. It is you who needs help. This is not something you speak. This is a condition of one's heart. Uh, We can say, Lord, you're the only one. And you know there are three in your heart. It is the disposition of your heart that attracts the help of God. Let me repeat myself. God said, I am a jealous God. The jealousy of God makes him want to do things without anybody competing. That when it is done, you bow your knee and tell them, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Explain to me, how does an army of 300 men defeat Amen. Of kings. Say, Holy Spirit. Teach me. How to let go. Of what I consider my advantage. That I may receive. A higher help. That comes from you.
0: Oh.
1: Anybody here needs the help of God. I say anybody here needs the help of God. Hmm. Now, I'm giving you conditions to help you attract divine help. Pastor, I'm not saying what you have as your natural advantages are bad. I'm just trying to tell that God will not allow himself. Do you remember when Peter uh, was told by Jesus, let me put it up like this. If we were to remove all the miracles Jesus did in the full gospel, what would remain of those books? Books like Mark would not be
0: existing.
1: whatever was captured listen to me church tonight in the pages of the bible in the life of jesus who is the last adam whom we are supposed to emulate is the perfect example for every believer say jesus is the perfect example he came to show me how to live my life as a believer say again jesus is my perfect example he came to show me how I can live my life in this world. Are you hearing me, church? Do you realize that very few verses talks about the ordinary life of Jesus as a human being? Do you agree with me? I say, do you agree with me, or you don't read the Bible? Read the Bible. There's nowhere. They tell you Jesus went to bathe. Jesus went to play. They capture a few incidences to help you know that Jesus is a word. He was a man. He rested, He ate, he went for. Those are the few. But most of the account written about Jesus is about the supernatural intervention of God in his life. Through his life. Do you believe that? If you were to remove all those from the Bible. The Bible would be a very good book. For teaching morals. The difference between the Bible. And all other books. Is not what is written as such. The difference between the Bible and all other books. Is because the Bible. Carries the living power. Of the Holy Spirit. In it. And if that dimension is not at work in your life, you function like an ordinary man. Just like if you remove the Holy Spirit out of the Bible, uh, you have nothing left. What is the pastor trying to say? Let's go back to the Bible. It says, be aware of dogs. Be aware of evil workers. Be aware of mutilators. How am I going to know these people? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Samuel went to the house of Jesse. I want to draw your heart. I was telling people in the morning service, if there's anything I want to do to this congregation, I want to
0: push you
1: to a place where receiving the help of the Holy Spirit becomes very natural, supernaturally, at any time you want it. The reason why many of us, we have what we call... Casted showers of manifestation of the Holy Spirit because we call on the Holy Spirit to intervene in times of crisis. When everything is going on well, we are relying on what? Our senses. Yet, even when things are going well, God still demands you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I don't know what I'm talking to you. The Holy Spirit. The reason why you will walk away and fast for another five days to hear the voice of God is because you have not been allowing the Holy Spirit to be involved in your everyday walk with God. So you need to go for another five days of fasting to be able to capture that voice. Which voice, if you had practiced to listen to that voice on a daily basis, you not need one hour to hear that voice. I hope I'm talking to somebody here. Say, Holy Spirit, help me many times are you going to go to fast for five days to get the voice. of That's not a normal life. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. But you see, for you to be able to tap into the voice of God and the help of the Holy Spirit, however much you are gifted or talented, you must be conscious of this truth, that I am not in charge of my life. God is in charge of my life. Even if I am a very brilliant whatever, I still need whose voice. Church, this is how you are going to win in these last days. I promise you, any believer who will not get themselves aligned with the Holy Spirit, hard time is ahead of you. I'm not prophesying doom. I'm just telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. If you don't learn to discern who? The Holy Spirit. Who are there? Dogs will devour you. Evil workers will. I'm telling the truth. Because they come dressed up like you. They will sing like you. They will pray like you. They will talk like you. It will take the Holy Spirit to discern their heart. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Please help me. They will come and vibe you. They will come to church until they get what they want. Then you see their true color. Do you know why? We fall victim because we are not men Of the spirit. We are men. Of the flesh. We reason. Like who? The people of the world. Say Holy Spirit. Please help me. He was sent. To help you. Even the preacher man. Bishop. The preacher man doesn't preach for 24-7. The preacher man has to go home. The preacher man has to meet people. (laughs) So the preacher who only practices discerning the voice of God on the pulpit is a disaster outside the pulpit. Ah, you haven't heard what I'm trying to tell you. Have you ever met somebody outside? Is this the man of God who was preaching? Looking as a neighbor, was it you? Is this the man of God who was giving? Because we have zoned the Holy Spirit work to who, to the pulpit. But at most, I can be here five hours. The day has many hours. So what I'm gonna do with that next day? Other twenty, whatever. We had nineteen hours. What are you gonna do? In fact, I need more of Him in nineteen hours than I need Him in the four hours of the night. Do you hear me, Church? Your ordinary life demands the help of the Holy Spirit than your special events. Oh Lord, help these people. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Are you hearing me, church? Are you hearing me, church? Oh, Lord, come We have raised people in the church that we, when we have a special occasion, then we do all. We tune in. So let's tune in. Let's tune in. Why did you tune out? I said, why did you tune out? (laughs) A man said, the secret of a man's life is hidden in their daily routine. (laughs) That's it. Your routine. If I can know what you do every day, I can predict what will happen to you 10 years from now. You can you are not any different from what you do daily. The special events in your life don't make you, it is the ordinary daily events of your life that makes a man, and that's where you need the involvement of the Holy Spirit more than ever before. Am I preaching to believers in this place? Asking, say, as neighbor, the pastor wants to help you so that you can become a total success in every area of your life. Let me ask you. We thank God for the fivefold ministry. But how many times, Pastor Paul, will you go to a prophet to give you a word? How many times? It's good you go and give you a word. Then tomorrow you go again. Why did God leave heaven to sit in your heart? The Holy Spirit. Please help me. I'll never forget that story. This man faked going to church because he wanted this girl. He did everything. Huh.
0: It's a true story.
1: We even pray in tongues. I don't know where the tongues came from. I lived his head. I'm telling you a true story. When he married her, after a month, he said, I've now got you. Let me go back where I came from. Oh. The man returned to his original self, back to the bar, uh, drinking. The question is, the sister was taken off by many things she didn't see the dog in the man these last days if you do not tune yourself with the holy spirit your business partner will sweep you clean run away and you'll come and cry here pastor pray for me I'll, i'll pray More so we living in this last day to preserve us from the evil that is coming upon the face of the earth. He said in the last day, what is going to happen? darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness. But the glory of the Lord shall rise. Upon who? Upon you. Darkness is not going to go away. Wickedness is going to go away. As a matter of fact, wickedness is going to increase. But in the midst of weakness, there will be a people who hear God's voice. And they live a life that makes the light shine so gloriously. Some of the prayer requests we pray, we must discard them. Say, Holy Spirit, you you are here to help me. Say, you are here to help me. Say, you are here to help me. Told you about Peter. Jesus told Peter, said Peter, we have no money. (laughs) Go where? Go get you. Catch what? The first fish. In its mouth. You'll find what? Money. And go and pay our tax. What was Jesus demonstrating? Before. Oh Lord help this boy. Do you know that Jesus had. People who supported the ministry. Give me Luke chapter 8. The Bible talks of great women. I don't know where the men were. But the Bible only men, women were mentioned there. Eh? Look at the brothers. They brother. Pull up your socks. Woman you're supporting. Most of the brothers are supporting bars. Are you hearing me? Listen what about him? He came to pass. Afterward, he went preaching. Give me the next verse. Certain women who had been healed of evil spirit and infirmities. Mary called Martin. Our own. next verse. Give it to me. I want to show this before. Johanna, the wife of Cuza, Herod, steward. is a powerful person. A steward. A holding lord. This big money. Somebody, this big money there. Money. Say, this big money there. Money. Hmm? Susanna. And many others who provided for him... Out of their substance. These are the women who supported Jesus' ministry. Money didn't fall from heaven, Bishop. There were women who were dedicated to make sure Jesus. And most of the money, who ate them? The twelve boys. Are you the one who ate? It would feed them. But a day came in the ministry of Jesus. The finances were not there. He said, Peter, I want to show you how to live as a Christian. But when the natural comes to an end, there's a supernatural dimension. You can tap into. Are you hearing me, church? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. And he said, Peter, go to the lake. There's there for." Peter pulled it out. He said, go pay. And ministry continued. I am not saying the natural is bad. But the day will come when the natural cannot meet the need. What do you do? I say, what do you do? This is how we are different from people who are not born again. Practicing that life now. Because don't wait for that day when everything is closed and you start running up and down looking for Prophet Ezekiel. Are you hearing me? And Ezekiel will tell you, go and sell your land and I'll give you a word. And he'll give you a word that you'll wait for another five years. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. This came naturally to Jesus because it is the life he has been living. Daily. I asked a question. I was teaching the Bible college students. How many times did Jesus walk on water? Once. The rest of the time. What did he use? Boat. So what do you do, sir? When the boats are not there? You switch on. I'm not a natural man. I'm a son of God. You walk on water. There is a dimension inside of you. You have refused to tap into. That's why I'm teaching you about the Holy Spirit. A believer should not be stranded in life. Say, I cannot be stranded in life. Say, I have it inside of me. But you have refused to do what? To practice it. Because you are ever leaning on what? The natural. Your boat is still very fine. Your net still catches fish. So you say, hallelujah. Yes. God is the one who gave you the wisdom to catch fish. Yes. Gave the wisdom to make. That's fine. But the day comes. The jealousy of God rises up. (laughs) And he says, I'm drying up every natural fountain. Whom do you turn to? That's when you call uncle. Uncle. Uncle says, I'm busy. You call auntie. Auntie says, no, no. The things are not working. Then you call Jaja. Uh, Judge, uh, I'm, I'm about to die. Are you, nothing is going to work. If there's anything, I cry. And I was crying to the Lord last night. I say, Lord, please help me. Teach this congregation how to manifest the kingdom of God. Say, the kingdom of God. Because I know a day is coming. I'm not prophesying it is a fact of life. These natural things, in one way or the other, is going to say, "Hmm <laughs> Believer, you are the most blessed person walking the face of the earth. Tell I'm the most blessed. The blessing is not in the bank. The blessing is not in the car. The blessing is not in the house. The blessing is in the person of the Holy Spirit living on the inside
0: of you. I can tell you.
1: I was telling. People in the morning here. I don't know what to hear. The Bible says, and money failed in Egypt. Say, so money is not everything that's what they see money is everything money is life money is not life a day comes money fails. give it to them in Genesis give it to them so when money failed in the land of Egypt say money will fail say money will fail where did money fail in the land of Egypt (laughs) I was telling people you know people love the book of Solomon so much but you need to read the book of Solomon in context Knowing that Solomon was a backslidden man also. Are you hearing me? So someone think he wrote, he wrote from a backslidden angle. Are you hearing me? So be very careful. Because Solomon says money does what? Answers everything. Money answers everything. So I was trying to ask the people. If money answers everything, why are those uh, movie stars who have billions, uh, busy, separating, why don't they bribe each other with money? and We stay in the marriage Uh, money doesn't answer everything. (laughs) The answer to everything is Jesus. Uh, Not money. I say not money. It is who? It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And who is the Holy Spirit? It's Jesus. Unlimited. Where does He live? Inside. Sometimes you need to pinch yourself and say, no, 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 no. This life is not... I can't stay like this. Imagine the Father is in me, the Son is in me, the Holy Spirit is in me. No. You have to rebel. But this rebellion must lead you to Him. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. That's why heaven looks down and says, no, no. These children... They have not tapped into the riches I've put on the inside of them. Give me First Corinthians. Or let's first look at Second Corinthians probably. Let's look at Second Corinthians. Chapter number 3. Give it to me in a TPT version. Chapter number 3. From verse number 5. I want us to read with the voice of thunder. 1, two, 3. Yet we don't see ourselves as capable enough to do anything in our own strength. Tell your neighbor that. Tell your neighbor that. Say, I don't see you. Uh huh. Capable enough. Ah, you did English, don't you? So speak that. Tell. Tell that person. Tell that person. Say, I have strength. Paul does not say you don't have strength. He doesn't deny that. He says you have strength. But whatever I am about to do, I'm not depending on this strength I have. Say, neighbor, I know you have a diploma. Say, oh, right here, right here. At the end of this first service. I will not mention his name because some people know him. Came and told me and said, He came and told me. Hey, a pastor <laughs> ah, speak in tongues if you can <laughs> he said pastor my wife went to start for in- not to start to sit you also make problem, don't you make any mistakes okay hallelujah so don't look at me as if you are the one who gave birth to english are you hearing me praise the lord <laughs> Amen. My wife went to sit for an interview. And in that interview room, she was the least qualified. And to make matters worse, when the result came, she was the worst. Look at her neighbor. Say nothing. Are you hearing (laughs) me? But the boss said, I want her. And first of August, she will start working. And in six years, they have been living separately. But for the first time, husband and wife will be in the same place. Tell me, if you are a man who has confidence in your CV, God is proving nothing wrong with your CV. But when you go for that interview, you better lean on something higher than your CV. I say you better lean on something bigger than your degree, because sometimes the people you are sitting down with, they have more papers than you do, and some of them are more light skinned than you. You're going to say neighbor? That's the problem we have in this generation. They think anything in red skin is beautiful. So they say, never. That's a problem we have. I told people here in the morning, the wild mind said, "You brothers, are you hearing me, brothers?" Hmm? They see anything. Eh? When somebody is black, they don't think the person is not beautiful. They say, "Pastor, we want a Fanta. Fanta. Coca Cola is better than Fanta." say holy spirit help man hey is the truth this is what is forcing the brothers they're making the, I'm not saying you is not a different case <laughs> praise the Lord <laughs> hallelujah
0: No, seriously speaking
1: okay let's read our true competence flows from God's empowering presence. This one the world doesn't have it. You have it. Say I have it. This are the beauty of relying on God. Give me the next verse. What does it say? He alone makes us adequate ministers. Who are focused on an entirely new covenant. Say, I'm a man of a new covenant. Say, I'm a woman of a new covenant. As you do your business, do it like a woman of a new covenant. Whether you're an accountant, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a businessman. The mindset you must carry is kingdom mindset. Let's go to First Corinthians. Giving NLT, 1 Corinthians. The one we read in the first service. First Corinthians. Let's read together. Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would the spiritual. <laughs> he called them who brothers and sisters, but they were not spiritual. Looking as a neighbor. This is where the problem is. So not everybody sitting next to you is spiritual. He's a brother, he's a sister. But they may not be spiritual. So a, you will make... That's why Paul said, be careful. Because you will make a big mistake thinking everyone is like you. That is if you're spiritual. Say, so neighbor, are you spiritual? You know, the way you sing doesn't make you spiritual. Quoting scriptures, Genesis, Revelation, Pastor Paul, doesn't make you spiritual. Memorizing verses, you just have a good brain. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, church? Say, so Holy Spirit, help me. Does not make you spiritual. I've seen people quoting the Bible while pulling money out. Are you hearing me? You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Are you here? Nah, they get all the scriptures. Lord, please protect me. Let them not see me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. As soon as they never use spiritual, say, I use spiritual. <laughs> I have to talk as though you belong to what? To this one. So these people are born again, but they lie. They live like what? The people in the world. So it is happened that there are people who are saved. But they live like what? Wildly people. They are not yet spiritual. What is Paul saying? These are men. If you remember I made you confess something at the beginning. What makes you spiritual? When you are reasoning. When your choices. Are you hearing me? Is governed by what? The word of God. If the word of God doesn't rule your mind. You can't be spiritual. Am I making. What makes you spiritual? When the Holy Spirit gains dominion. Over your thinking. I gave an example here in the first service. It is very. Canon. For a brother. Who has just spoken in tongues. In the second service. To go back home. And start abusing his wife. Mm. With all the tongues you spoke. Mukazi With the Holy Spirit inside you. Hearing mukazi kwe. Say never, mukazi <laughs> Let me spare you. I will, don't, I will not come to your house. Are you hearing me? And you lift your voice. The food is very cold. What's wrong with you people in this house? And say, hey, I'm everybody. Say, no, Pastor, we are sorry. A mindset. That is dominated by the world. Because they told you in your culture, say your culture is demonic. Somebody saying, Pastor, please. Culture. Do you know you're born again? You have a kingdom culture. Do you want to start living one by one? The Bible is from the list. To the great day left, one by one. One by one. What I'm trying to tell you. There has to be a difference between a husband who is born again and a husband who is not born again. <laughs> that when they're exposed to the same circumstance, their reactions are different. Somebody saying, Pastor, what about we are not married? I'm I'm now coming to you right here. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? The problem we have in the church of Jesus today is because we have refused our mind to be dominated by the word. We are saved, but we are worldly. We are not spiritual, we are carnal. Look at us, a neighbor. The reason why the pastor fights with you to give you a tithe because you are I won't go far. Are you hearing me? And many other things. Why
0: should I give you
1: to sell in my shop? I come back after one year I've traveled and find the shop in your name. telephone. There's a lady here. She traveled. She came back. They found the saloon. I changed name. A person came to me. Saloon. I changed them. And they both speak in tongues. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. This is the problem is one is not spiritual. Because where did she get that idea from? She had it from somebody in the world. Look at her. say, neighbor, this pastor loves you so much. He's talking to you. He wants you to shine. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Let's go through the scripture. Give it to me. Next verse. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food. Because you weren't ready for anything stronger. And you still not ready. Next verse. For you are still controlled. (laughs) By what? Uh, Ask a neighbor, what is controlling you? Say, what is controlling you? Say, what is controlling you? Amen. (laughs) Bishop, why do people practice fivefold ministry at home? You know fivefold ministry? Yeah. Laying of hands. Pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher. And what? Receive the full ministry.
0: I'm telling you, why do people practice that?
1: Their mind is not renewed. (laughs) Apostle, the most funny thing I see in human beings, when I see two adults fighting, I laugh. Adults, grown-up people fighting. They are animals. Animals can't reason, so the only way they reason is to fight. But you are two big people. Sit down and talk. You see, brothers exchanging blows. You, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I'll show you that I'm from Masaka. You are not from Masaka. Say I'm not from Masaka. Say I'm from heaven. We are tired of Massacre. Are you here? We want people from heaven. Say we want people from heaven. say Holy Spirit please help me this world will become a better place if believers were believers amen if you go and your neighbor gives you one million to keep will they find it back will they find that money when they came back, When they come back after one week will they find that money with you He uh, say let me go and use it then I will, I will watch. I'll put it back that's where trouble begins. Then the person comes. They say, you know, this thing didn't work. They said, keep it. They did not say, use it. Say I said, I said, keep it. I didn't say, use it. And this is how people have lost friendship in the church. <laughs> uh, are you still happy with me? Praise the Lord. Ask your brother, say, brother. Ask your brother, say, brother. How many women do you want to marry? You have told five girls you are the sunshine. Who is really the sunshine? Are you hearing me? And you are who? Who? Brother in the Lord. I'll never forget what Pastor Robert said sometime back. He said, When somebody tells you, I can't breathe, when I see you, I can't breathe, you know the person is suffering from asthma. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
0: Why?
1: Ask the blessed brother. How many girls do you want? Ask me, "Sir, Are you a haji? I mean, are you are in the church. You'll forgive me. But Paul is speaking to us. We are people. We are where? We are in what? In the church. But our minds are not what? Been renewed. We are not spiritual. We are what? We are carnal. Now I want to bring this example so that I get it home to you. <laughs> hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You know what? Because the moment you are spiritual, the fear of God will come in your heart. The fear of God will come in your heart. There are things you will not say. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. I mentioned the last one. Asking, neighbor, say neighbor, what kind of movies do you watch? Ah, ah, these are the things we are dealing with. I say, neighbor, be honest. What movie did you watch before you came to church? And now you are fighting, Holy Spirit speaking. When you close your eyes, you see Jackie Chan, and the Holy Spirit is not singing. Praise the Lord. I say, Praise the Lord. I told you, you will never hear God's voice when there's a competing. So now you have to go to the prayer mountain for another 40 days to drive out all the demons of Telemundo. Are you hearing me? Let me tell you, Hollywood are very intentional in what they do. They know what they are targeting. They will put just five seconds to, of what they want to put in in all the things to have their demons come into you.
0: Then you say,
1: Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak. And God is saying, your mind is corrupted. Because when God speaks, He will speak into your mind. Your mind is corrupted. When I came to speak to you, I did not speak to you as men who are what? Spiritual. You are what? Still what? Then you blame the pastor. Our pastor is not anointed. I've tried. Are you hearing me? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. (laughs) Say, Holy Spirit, help me. (laughs) Church, if you are serious about your Christian life, there are things you are going to stop doing. For the sake of sanity, where we are going, I'm telling you, I'm not prophesying the truth. If you do not engage to get to know the voice of the Holy Spirit right now, on a daily basis, you'll be a victim of life. You'll be a victim.
0: <laughs>
1: I remember one time, and I conclude with this, and I let you go. We were going to get uh, because we had an issue with our neighbor at the office there, so we wanted now to get another place to go and have what to pray. And there was a gentleman who keeps the place. <laughs> And the gentleman convinced us, ah, it's okay, it's okay. You bring, and we were about to pay the money until the Holy Spirit gave a vision to one person and said, no, don't pay, hey, don't pay. There's something not right here. Until Bishop went there, and the Indian said, I don't give my building to what, to churches, but the, take, the caretaker was about to put some good millions in his pocket. <laughs> whom was the problem? I said, whom do we blame? You blame the devil? No. Say, I'm the one to blame. Say, I am the one to blame. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit has been given to you. Not for the gospel, for you to live your life too. Isn't that? Who would have cried, oh, we Jesus, our money... And many of us have been victims of that. Stand up on your feet. I hope I've helped somebody this morning. Ask your neighbor, how serious you are about your Christian life? Say, how much of God's help do you want? Because that's the best way. The help of God you want in your life is determined by your seriousness. you are here you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior he's saying pastor I want to access this help please pray with me come here and I pray with you you're not born again you could be online there you want to give your life to Jesus please come over I pray with you it's the best thing you ever do it starts with knowing Jesus you could be here. you're not sure whether you are saved or not Come and we make it certain by speaking the word. Ask your neighbor, are you saved? Ask them, ask, ask your neighbor, are you born again? If they are not born again, bring them here. The Bible says, compel them. Praise the Lord. That's what the scripture says. Number two, <laughs> you have no home church. You are a member of international church. But you want a church. Where. At least your soul. Is watched over. Say pastor. I want to commit. So that you can share in the grace. In a place. Come and pray with you. Come and pray with you. You want. Say pastor I want. To be here I've been everywhere now I think I know where I want to be if you're there come and pray with you say Holy Spirit help me help me help me okay let's lift our hands say Father had your word please help me please help me please help me the Holy Spirit conquer me conquer me dominate me Holy Spirit To yield every faculty of my life. Into your hands. I have no confidence. In my abilities. Thank you for blessing me. With the intelligence. With all the natural advantages. But this is not my confidence. Holy Spirit. Become my confidence. Become my confidence on a daily basis. I am sorry for taking you for granted. This afternoon I leave my heart to you. I need you to be involved in every affair of my life. My daily life needs your interruption my daily life needs your intervention Holy Spirit I need your voice I need your hand upon my life this afternoon I leave my hands to you to receive the help that no man can give regarding my life Regarding my finances, my relationships, my business, my career, my projects, my marriage, my children. And all my plans. Holy Spirit, you who knows the beginning from the end. I invite your voice into my life. Speak to me. Speak to me. Give me the direction. Give me the guidance. I am willing to submit to your admonition, to your rebuke, to your correction, to your instruction. Precious Holy Spirit, I'm asking you. I now know I'm not wise enough. I'm not knowledgeable enough. I'm not strong enough. You are my helper. You are my helper you are my helper this afternoon i pray come come holy spirit in clarity you are not vague you are clear i pray from today clear instruction clear instruction clear instruction i invite your voice into all areas of my life i invite your voice into everything i am doing holy spirit have your way dominate my mind my reasoning my interpretation my thinking i want to be the light that i am i want to be the salt that i am to be a visible expression of the kingdom of god where you have planted me that my life Will introduce Jesus wherever I go. Holy Spirit, you use broken vessels, not perfect vessels. I present myself into your arms the way I am. With all my flows, with all my weaknesses, with all my shortcomings, I throw myself into your arms. Let this be the beginning. Lord, of your intervention, I give you permission to interrupt anything in my life that is not in accordance with your will. Lord, I'm ready to follow your voice because your will and your way are the best for me. Your plans for my life, they are the best. The ones I know and the ones I don't know. I open up my spirit unto them right now. presence Holy Spirit. This afternoon, I ask of you for the activation of the spirit of discerning of spirit. The gift of discernment. Lord, I pray Him, let it be activated. We live in an evil world where men are fake, where people pretend. Lord, I need eyes that sees. I need hearts that descends from today Lord I pray that the discernment in my life will pick up to another level I thank you Holy Spirit because for this purpose you are sent to help me in Jesus name clap your hand to the Holy Spirit if you believe what you're praying tell your neighbor. say the Holy Spirit loves you so much he desires the best for you please follow his voice we have prayed today beginning today you will hear his voice in different ways but it will be clear do me one favor obey please obey this Is what I'm telling the secret The more you obey the voice, the louder it becomes. Did you hear me? I say the more you obey that voice, the louder it becomes. And it starts with a small thing. Let me repeat myself. I want to tell you, if each one of us here can connect to the voice of God, life is over. I'm telling you the truth. You will live a successful life. Because the voice of God is your guarantee to a life of victory. say the voice of God is my guarantee. To what life? A life of victory. Even in the smallest of things, He wants His voice. Let's be people who are pliable, people who are easy. Let's not be complicated people. Simple. That God can minister to us. Praise the Lord. Father, I bless your people. I bless your people with the blessing of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. You told Joshua, I'll go before you. And no man shall be able to stand before. Go before these, your sons and daughters. Go before them. Whoever is against them will not be able to stand before them. You have gone before them like a mighty terrible one. Like a breaker. I pray that this week will reveal your voice. And you are walking in a way that I've never experienced before. I thank you, Father. And cause your face to shine upon them in jesus mighty name tell your neighbor you are blessed you're highly favored and god is with you now find three people and tell them that sort of a being led tell three people we have a conference coming from the 30th to the third of july and Lugogo. be part of it love you guys tell somebody you love them and have a wonderful beautiful week in Jesus name
0: show me your face Lord show me your face Lord show me your